Oh, hit the record button yet. We're recording. Oh, well, okay. I guess we'll just start then. I don't know if it actually got the beginning. I think it like you may have gotten God record button or something like that. Well, it'll be an interesting little experiment. Then, yes. Anyways. Am I introing? Yeah, you're introing. Oh, I, th- I lost that one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> professional voice. <sighs> Welcome to The Final Word with Jeff and Aaron. I'm Jeff. And I am Aaron. Today, Are we going to talk about like this the whole time? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. I mean, we can if you want. But... I feel like I would, I, I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, it kind of... There's like, there's a, there's a breathiness to it that is just, it like hurts the throat after a while. Basically, you just have to talk like you know everything in the world. Yeah, you've got, uh, you get all nasally and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then you get a different voice, like, yeah. Anyways, and we've so, gone too far. Uh, yeah, uh, as I am the introer, I probably should do this correctly. Uh, today we're going to be doing something, I guess not a little different, because we've kind of done something similar in the past, but it's going to be a little bit light one. Um, Aaron's very tired because... Because I have been traveling. I just got back from Washington, D.C. last night. I think the plane landed at midnight, and I didn't get home until one thirty, and I didn't fall asleep until 3, and I'm sleepy. Yeah. We also just came back from a baby shower, and you know how draining those things can be. Yeah, it didn't help with the sleepiness. Um, but but the person who had the is having the baby is a wonderful person who may may be listening to this podcast. You know who you are. You do know who you are. I mean, literally, I there's like six people who, who listen. You are. So that'd be very confusing and weird if you did not. Anyways, moving <laughs> on to the uh, the actual topic of this po- podcast, uh, um, we're going to be doing would you rather questions. Very simple thing. Uh, you know, would you rather do A or B? Then we'll discuss what A and B mean, and then decide. Yeah. Um, and so we've picked out several. We're going to try to do five each. Uh, Give or we'll take. see how long that takes. Maybe Give or take five. Give or take five. Uh, in fact, that was the rest of the podcast. Uh, thank you All for joining right. us. No. Anyways, um, and I'm going to start off with one that I already read out loud. Uh, so unfortunately, you won't get the genuine reactions to this one. But I just want everyone listening imagining what I, what I read. So um, would you rather... Have a cat with a human face or a dog with human hands? So creepy on all levels. I just... I, I think I'd have to do the hands. Cause you like, think? I think it's like scurrying around. I know, but like, you know, like when you're petting a cat, like, can you imagine like just petting a person's head? Yeah. Well, the real question is, who would he look like? I'm thinking Jay Leno. <laughs> I think that would be actually kind of oh awesome. Oh my God. I just have to like always pet the cat's belly and just like, I'm never petting you behind the ears. And, and he, he, instead of meowing like a normal cat, he'd be like... Meow. Meow. Would the hair keep growing? Would you have to cut the, yeah. the cut the hair? Um, what do you mean cut the hair? Oh, like... No, it's, it's a normal cat. It just has well, a human I'm, face. Right. Okay, just the face, not a human head. Just a human oh, face. Oh, let me read it. Just human face. Okay, so that's even creepier. Right. Because you're mapping a human face onto a cat's head. Yeah. So it's just be... it's that We're talking Uncanny Valley stuff here. It'd be... I, I think of the two, that one's at least... L- Dog with hands for feet. Human hands. Yeah. They're all ambidextrous and like grabby. That would be good for the dog. Also, he probably would have to wear some sort of like shoes because our hands are not designed to walk on things. That's true. Man. I'm going to, I'm going to. I like, I like your statement. I don't statement. know. I like your statement about the hair though. Because which one of these two horrible, horrible existences of creatures would require less maintenance? It'd probably be easier to clip the fingernails on the dog than it would be to, you know, sh- cut the hair of the head. True. But, I mean, if we're just going with the face, then... 
Um, it probably would have a hard time eating and drinking. Oh, yeah. There are certain, um, both dogs and cats, who have kind of like the squished faces uh-huh. that have trouble breathing. I could see that happening. Interesting side question. If the cat has a human face, does it still have the bristly tongue? Hmm, probably. If it's, like, literally, if it is just the face, then everything else would be the cat, yeah. yes? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, it would have to be have a bristly tongue, otherwise it wouldn't be able to clean itself. Unless, of course, you know, it can't clean itself because it has a human face, and you have to clean it. Then the maintenance would be much higher on this cat than yes, this it dog. Would. Yes, it would. I feel like the dog, though... I don't know how... Human nails are actually kind of a pain in the butt to cut because they're curved. The difference is with dog nails, if you cut them too short, you enter the quick and they bleed True. Everywhere. I feel True. like human fingernails would be a little bit easier to manage that problem. True, but, you know, again, you were saying would, would they have to wear, you know... Mittens and stuff. Gloves or gloves. something. I don't know. If they're on the back legs, would they be still gloves or would they be like boots? Because those are technically the legs. So, now, is it literally just the paw that's the hand? Uh, so, the, the vague Reddit question just says, dog with human hands. It doesn't even specify that the hands are replacing the... Right, I was going to say, is it just like hands sticking out of the dog's chest? No, I, I would say that it's like from, from paw down, uh, it's wrist instead of, uh, you know, the five toes that they have. Um... Ugh. The other question is: Would would the dog be able to like use right. the thumb and stuff? Could it grab things? I'm feeling like I'd go with the cat because I think you'd be able to get used to it easier. Also, I think of those two, the cat with the human face has the potential of being kind of funny, right? Whereas the dog with human hands is just yeah. terrifying on all accounts, right? Exactly, and yeah. Anyways. So that was like, my first introductory one. I hope you guys all had a fun visualization on that guy. Um, I have a really fun introductory yeah. one, okay. which you have not heard. Yes, yeah. From now on, supposedly neither of us have heard the rest of them, so. Um, this one, I found this really hilarious. You, you heard me laughing when I saw this. Oh, good. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? This is a classic one. I just, classic. I'm just picturing a giant duck. And a bunch of really teeny horses. Yeah, no, totally. totally. And, and the horses, I'm thinking the horses can swim like ducks. I mean, they probably can swim like horses, at least. And horses can swim pretty well. Can they? I, I think mean, they horses just, can they swim. They stampede through water. They don't really, I don't think I've ever seen a horse swim. I mean, I imagine they're somewhat buoyant. And then all they gotta do is just clump, 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 clump. Yeah, but they, they're, they're front. They don't have, they have hooves. They don't really have... You know, they don't have paws to I mean, I don't have water. paddles, and I can swim. Yeah, because your hands can, you know, extend and create a surface area. I'm pretty sure the surface area of my hand is smaller than a horse's hoof. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so in terms of which one of these things would be easier to fight, uh, you'd think the 100 horse si- uh, duck-sized horses Oh, no, would I would easier. totally go with the, the one, the giant duck, because it's one duck. You and a horse you, is not I, that big. What I was going to say is, with the one one giant duck, you can keep track of where it is all the time. That's true. With the hundred little horse ducks, yeah. duck horses or whatever they're going to be, they're going to swarm you. Right. Alternatively, though, they probably can't do much damage. So now here, the... the Whereas the duck can peck your head off. Kind of. You know, like, the ducks don't, you know, they don't have... Their yeah, they, beaks they are bills. pretty, yeah, they're and pretty... They're not really pointy. Right, and they're pretty soft. But know? as a person who has owned ducks in my life, I can do say this, they are come somewhat sharp. Yeah. They, they can give you some good nips. Um, so I guess the, the... To continue with the question, 
what would be more hilarious looking? I think I think battling a hundred duck-sized horses, horses yeah. would be hilarious because they'd just be like, we're, I mean, okay, you know, what is the uh, animal protection ASPCA? Yeah, animal safety what? protection. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Hey, let's ignore them for a second because this is a hypothetical, and you know, don't there's going to be some us. yeah, there's going to be some animal abuse here because we have to fight them. But I imagine kicking a very 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 tiny horse like a football field away. <laughs> Is kind of a funny yeah. image in your head. I'm just thinking of like a uh, very tongue-in-cheek superhero movie or something. Yeah. That all of a sudden the you know the super the super villain um, manifests a hundred teeny horses. That, You've beaten all my henchmen, yes. but wait until you face the hundred horses. Yeah, and then and I see them feeding beating all the hundred horses, and then the giant, giant duck. duck comes out. So really, the answer is both. Exactly. You, That's, if you're going to have to fight one, you might as well do the right, damage. Might as well just enjoy the, enjoy the ride. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, let me quickly pull up my note. I have lost it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. The embarrassment. The world is going to end now. What would you rather, the end of the world or losing your note? I think I lost my note. Did you actually lose your note? I may have actually lost my note. How did you lose your note? Okay, I found it. It just hadn't synced yet, so that was concerning. Um, okay. So that one, I realize now, is not useful to you. Uh, it has to do with desserts and you don't like sugars. So. Yeah, well, you could still ask it. Uh, it's, would you rather eat dessert every... Would you rather have to eat dessert with every meal or never eat dessert again? Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, you'd just choose never eat dessert yeah. again. Yeah. That's, that's not even a useful one. Yeah. So instead, we'll go a little bit deeper um, and use, uh, would you rather know how you will die mm. or when you would die? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like knowing how you will die has the potential of being very, like, freeing. Depending on how you will die. If it's you will die of old age, it's, like, awesome. Yeah. I don't know when that is, but that's kind of a nice thing to know. I'm just going to die of old age. Yeah. Is it you're going to die in a fire, fiery car crash? Like, huh. Well, I'm going to be afraid to drive for the rest of my life. That's true. Now, it could also be, like, you will die while saving, you know, a thousand school children from an asteroid impact and be like, hell yes, I am going to, I am going to go with, I'm going to use that to my advantage and be like, I am a heroic person now. So, so actually that's a good question. Obviously the, when you will die is going to be decently specific, right? You know, at least a day, right? Um, not necessarily or a year, or something but like even that. still, yeah. But either way, it's enough that you can be like, okay, this is the year we're good. Mm-hmm. The, how you will die has the potential of being particularly vague. Right. And so it's like, you will die from blood loss. Oh shit! What is <laughs> right. that going to mean? <laughs> right. That's, there's so many different ways that that could happen. Right. Um, so that's that's a bit of an issue. I, I feel like either one of these has the potential to be like, oh, if I'm going to die in 50 years, then I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Right. Because I literally cannot. You know, somebody's robbing a, a store. You're just going to go in there and punch the guy in the face because you know you won't die. From well, that. so here's the question though: Is it you learn when you're going to die? That is that a this is the is latest it's... you will die. But you could potentially die sooner if you do something stupid. So or this is when you're going to die, and this is when you're going to die. So I guess we got to set that as a term. Is this set in stone? Right. Or is it a statement that is made that is true, but now that the statement has been made, it's probably no longer true? Hmm. Because if it's that second one, then the question is meaningless. Right. It doesn't matter because you can then try and change your fate. Right. And really, um, what it really ultimately does is, like you said, if it says horrible car accident. Then you just stop driving in yeah. cars, and that changes your entire life. I think I'd rather know when. Really? Yeah, I think so. Just because, because there's a, a concreteness to it, you can more easily plan your life in a sense. Whereas, think, yeah. you know, like you said, is like 
you're going to die in a car crash. Like, well, I guess I'm never driving again. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you on that. Knowing when makes it a little bit more easier to manage. Right. Um, and, you know, if, if it's like a specific day, then the day before you can have a I'm dying party. Right, exactly. Or and, something like that, along right. those lines. Um, and also, uh, it's just... See, I'm, now I'm stalling because the word I was going to... The thing I was going to say, I lost. Mm, yeah, I and, know that uh, feeling. And we can't... Really, so I'm just gonna trail off into nothing. Okay, so um, so we're both decided. Then we choose win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes the most sense. Yeah. All right, so I'm skipping around a little bit in my list. Yeah. And this one's kind of a silly question, but a very deep question at the same time. Oh. Would you rather be reincarnated as a fly, or just cease to exist after you die? What happens to the fly? I have no idea. Does that fly get reincarnated again, or is that like your last stint is as a fly? I mean, obviously it doesn't specify, but what It doesn't specify. I'm thinking, I'm going to go with the fact that you're reincarnated, meaning there is such thing as reincarnation, thus you will be reincarnated after the fly dies. That's my feeling. Now, what are you reincarnated after the fly? I don't know if you come back as like a bacteria, or do you go up again? So my thought is, if this question is essentially reincarnation exists or doesn't i would go with the reincarnation exists for the chance yes that i I get to exist again as a person the idea of not existing at all so it's a weird one because like if you don't exist you don't exist like you're not going to care whether you're existing or not it's a really disconcerting thing to think about and hence the reason why most religions exist right like people don't like the thought of their own mortality it's not even mortality it's it's just ceasing to be yeah it kind of makes the entirety of war, the living kind of pointless right right exactly. but that's that's a that's, that's a, a deeper conversation for them right now yeah um, maybe not on this podcast no little, yeah, potentially maybe maybe later down um, the road but yeah no I, I think it's basically like yeah i'll go as a fly mm-hmm. i mean i probably won't know who i was anyway so it'd just be a fly right and the fly would die and either continue up the chain down the yeah. chain doesn't matter or okay so here how about this to My make fly? it a little more more interesting you're reincarnated as a fly with the knowledge or the brain capacity of a human and knowing you were a human before and realizing you are now a fly that everybody hates so here's the thing about this flies don't live very long this is true so i wouldn't have to live with that existential crisis for very long true and instead i can be like okay i'm now a fly what things can i do to mess with people Mm. i mean like i'm a fly i can do something fun this is true. And, you know, in the 10 days that 20, I... Was, about 28 days 28, is the lifespan. 28 days. Yeah. So, yeah, 28 days later, uh, zombie apocalypse. And it's started by a fly. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe you. Maybe. Um, so, so, I, I think, think we're both reincarnated fly, as a fly. fly makes like, sense. Yeah. It's the most interesting of mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. Or... Okay, let's really make it complicated. Okay. No, actually, that makes it easier. Um, were you going to choose something else to be reincarnated as? No, I was going to stick with reincarnated as a fly... But then, you know, do something with an afterlife. But it, then it gets it yeah. gets too muddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, we could have a, comp- a talk on afterlife at some point. That might be an interesting one. Mm, that we could. That would be. So I'm going to have another uh, kind of light one. Um, would you rather have to sprint every time you use your legs, no matter the distance, or have to yell anytime you say something? Wait, say that again? Would you rather have to sprint... Any time, every time you use your legs. Okay, okay. No matter the distance. Okay. Or yell anytime you say something. 
So basically, you would have to talk like this all the time. Yeah, and I, I mean, we would do this, but obviously, clipping on the microphone. Would be I did pretty good. Um, so or you, you know, I want to go to the go to the uh, sink to get some water. To, I have to run there as fast as I possibly can. Interesting. So, hmm, my initial gut is the sprinting because I feel like if it's you most can, socially acceptable, right? Yeah. If you can only yell, like you can't whisper in a movie theater, or you really can't have a conversation unless it's in a really loud room. Yeah. Um, the sprinting, however, though, I'm, I'm wondering about your stopping ability. Yeah. If it's like you have like, you know, two feet to go, you're just going to ram into the wall. Cause... I imagine, yeah, you're probably going to bump your head a few times. Yeah. I, I feel like that, I think you could learn to adjust around the sprinting. I think you could also learn to adjust around the yelling, but it'd just be a little bit more solitary life. Yeah. And also sprinting would probably keep you in better health. I think that that's really the interesting question here yeah. is if I had to sprint everywhere, then that means like walking from the door of my office to my desk, I'm going to be sprinting at full speed even upstairs. Yeah. Like, like would, might, you know, would be, you'd be I'd in good probably shape. Probably be very healthy. Yeah. That or dead. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... Think about sprinting downstairs could... Uh, oh, God. Oh, lose. God. It could, that, could, uh, that could lead to bad things. Or it's like... You know how if you're crossing a street, you you start kind of slowly, hesitantly, make sure there's no cars there. Mm-hmm. You would just any, boom. Basically, anytime you move, you'd have to be certain of where you're yeah. going. Like again, I it would be an adjustment, but a doable adjustment. Yeah, I think. I think as well. You, you just have to might kind of, not use stairs a lot. You just have to learn your your ability to stop yeah. on certain. Things. It also, I think, would be really funny to watch somebody else always having to sprint yeah. and very much running into things. Now, I'm just trying to imagine somebody like going ice skating, because the only way you could run, the only way you could ice skate, skate is yeah, at full, full sprint, speed. right? And so you're just gonna like sprint. Skating. I mean, it's kind of like how hockey players skate, you know? Yeah, all the time. All the time. It could uh, be a really good football player, oh, maybe. Or God, you're getting on. You're getting on an airplane. You have to sprint oh, through geez. the aisles. Oh God. Getting off would be worse, actually. Yeah. Well, you basically have to sprint step every, like, couple right. of seconds. Or, or you just or have just to wait. wait. Yeah, just physically <laughs> don't everyone, move. Everyone hates you, and then, like, come on, move! Why are you moving? And then you just dart off. People would be so confused. Like, I don't understand what just happened. What is the worst situation you can think of where only being able to sprint would cause you issues? A subway. Interesting. Like Falling any... off into the... No, I'm just thinking, like, any, like subway at rush hour uh-huh. like because you couldn't you know try and sidestep people you'd just be plowing through them yep. hopefully hopefully or you know hitting a big guy and falling backward and I then i say you're probably going to be a really skinny guy at this point right yeah i feel like any kind of big crowd would be uh difficult problematic yeah yeah i could see that your, your example of stairs earlier is probably the it's one the, of the going the down yeah, it's the down, down part down that yeah that would be that could be a potential problem yeah all right, All right. This is a really, really easy one. Okay. Um, like painfully easy. Sure, sure. Um, would you rather have a Lamborghini in your garage or a bookcase with nine thousand books and infinite knowledge? Um, Lamborghini. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, if 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 you can't um, notice by our tone, Jeff is being a little facetious here. I think we need to establish our pompous voice again. Yes. Because nine thousand like... books, of course. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. so here's the thing. Actually, no, this is no, I changed I this is not actually as straightforward as you think. 
No. So it says, read, read the question again very carefully. Would you rather have a Lamborghini in your garage? Yes. Or a bookcase with 9,000 books and infinite knowledge? So, there's two problems with this. Yes. One, you cannot fit infinite knowledge in 9,000 books, which means either you have a black hole because there's so many books mm. and the words have to be on there that it's infinite mass in a mm-hmm. small space, or they're not infinite. Or it's... Kind of a because it says or a bookcase with nine thousand books and infinite knowledge. It does not say this. These nine thousand books contain infinite knowledge. It's kind of you know yeah. maybe you're getting both. And then in addition, which I feel like pushes even farther away from the Lamborghini, it's just a Lamborghini in your garage. Yeah, it doesn't say you drive it or you just, own it. It's yeah, just it's there's just a there. Lamborghini in your garage. And I like the idea that it cannot be moved. It is your in your garage. garage. It's yes, it's a permanent fixture in your. Uh, I, I, this was a very. I think even if it was your Lamborghini, and even if it was just nine thousand books and not infinite knowledge, I'd still go with the nine thousand books over the Lamborghini. I don't think so. Like okay, so well, it depends on the nine thousand books. Yes. Yeah. If, it was if they're like, nine thousand like kid books. Yeah, that's the, true. Like pop up books. Yeah. Then in that case, I'd go with the Lamborghini because I could definitely sell the Lamborghini for more money. Right. Right. Or um, just have a Lamborghini would be I, cool. Why would you want a Lamborghini? I, just, I can't do anything with it. This is true. I think I drive it once. I would be like so a, terrified to drive it. I know. It. I would drive it at... I, I I would purposely commit a crime so that I would have a police escort surrounding my Lamborghini. Yeah. I, I would call up the cop and say, okay, so I'm doing a thing for school. Yes. I'm going to be driving down the freeway as fast as I possibly can. Yes. I need your help. Yes. Um, and when you get arrested, be like... Hey, use the Lamborghini as my bail. Sure. You just take it. It's yours. Yeah. Um, well, and also I want to mention the, of the 9,000 books, uh, in order to get that infinite knowledge, you would have to read said books. Uh, if yeah, again, yeah. we're interpreting it that the mm-hmm. books contain the knowledge, yeah. then you would just have 9,000 books, which would take a huge amount of space in your house. Mm-hmm. And then if you wanted to make that useful, you'd actually have to read 9,000 books. Yeah. And I haven't read a single book in a very long time. They don't do much for me. Yeah. So I, I, mean, think, I think the Lamborghini actually wins this one. I was being sarcastic at first, but... No, you're kind of... It's So the it depends on how we parse it. Is it 9,000 books that contain infinite knowledge? You must read these books to con- obtain yeah. the knowledge. Or is it 9,000 books and you just have infinite knowledge? Like if it was... I think we have to drop the infinite knowledge. Yeah. Well, because quite honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I'd want infinite knowledge. No, that sounds terrifying. It's like overwhelming and being... Like it would be omniscient, yeah. Right, it's a bit of an issue. Right, it would. Nothing makes you less interesting at parties than knowing everything. Right, exactly. It would be like However, the three-eyed raven from. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just yeah. having a Lamborghini makes you very interesting. Yeah. Parties. Um, That's actually. I'm. See, this is why we we discussed the questions because mm-hmm. it was such an obvious, of course. Yeah, you got to think about the ramifications. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So my next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's. Comes, is dear to my heart as I am a socially anxious person mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's one thing I will never do in public and that's poop oh. <laughs> so this would you rather is an homage to that would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party knowing you will clog it oh god or poop in the bushes in the backyard please hurry okay so this is actually really funny I have had stress dreams about pooping, where literally I really have to poop, no, and I cannot find a toilet, or I finally find a toilet and it's just disgusting. Yeah, or I find a toilet and it doesn't and, have a door. Yes, 
yes and it's like so i would probably go in the woods if i could it does not say woods there are no woods oh it, it just says the back bushes of... in the backyard oh, god so like if some, some does somebody party know looks, that you're clogging it no i don't think you necessarily know but it, it, i'm gonna assume it's a very busy party which means people probably will see you go in and come yeah. out so it's not a guarantee that they find out that it was you who did it. I but mean, there you, is definitely a, a, a certain aspect of when you got to poop, you really, really, really got to poop, yeah. and there's all this anxiety around it. And once you've gone, regardless of how or when or where, you just feel better. No, it's true. It's true. And it's like, oh, I clogged the toilet. I don't care. Also, I no longer have to poop. I'm going to raise the stakes just a bit by saying this party that you're going to, the person who owns the bathroom isn't responsible enough and there are no plungers what if there's no toilet paper yes okay so we're gonna make it even worse it's you clog it there's and there's also no, no toilet, toilet paper, paper. Which, now, is, if, which is fair because in the bushes you ain't gonna have toilet paper yeah i think i would leave the party and find a gas station somewhere nope you cannot leave the party you have to poop now you have, um you have 30 seconds which is just enough time to run behind the bushes or to the bathroom. You're literally halfway between both. Would I be at... L- well, I think I'm, I think I'm going with the bathroom because at least I'm assuming it's a bathroom and I can close the door. Yeah, sure. It's a normal bathroom. And there's a, there's a sink in the bathroom. Sure. And screw it. If I'm going to be destroying the bathroom, I'm going to use the towel to wipe my ass. Yeah. So I would also choose the bathroom. And my re- rationale, I just realized, is... At the very least, one of these is socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. If if I'm caught clogging the toilet, hey man, you, sometimes it happens. Right. If I'm caught pooping in the bushes, <laughs> yeah, it's like, people are going to raise questions. It's like, what's what's happening? You know, there's a toilet in there. Yeah, yeah. Because no one this this question obviously raises the how do you know you're going to clog it? Right. But, yeah. Sometimes sometimes no, you think, just know. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm with you on that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think it's definitely I'd, I'd use the the bathroom and just try to clean up as best I can. I mean, that's really all you can do. Uh, getting caught pooping in the bushes, that's going to end whatever friendships you have there, most likely. Or, or create a very interesting conversation. I was going to say, or maybe start a trend. Or well, maybe, I don't know, yeah. Just um, fertilizer? I don't okay. know. All right. So. Um, uh, I believe it is you, my guess, turn, yes. It is you. Okay, so I thought the last one, the Lamborghini one, was a really easy one. And obviously, it was not. It got a little bit more complicated. So I'm going to go with what I think is another really easy one. Oh. And I think we might have different answers. Ooh. But we'll find out. Um, would you rather eat no candy at Halloween or no turkey at Thanksgiving? Oh, you're right. That is a pretty easy one. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do another one after this because yeah, it's really you simple. Try. So I've more or less sworn off candy anyways. Oh, so. there you go. That's, yeah, yeah, I would both do no candy at Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. That's, I would, I would survive. Now, um, if it was no sweets or no turkey, mm, it'd still I, be, I'd still be no sweets. It would be no Turkey's sweets. Turkey's freaking delicious. Exactly. And yeah. everything. Also, just be healthier for you in yeah. general. All right. So on to a, uh, a more difficult real question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... This could get um, get interesting. Are we going deep? A little bit, I think. Oh. Would you rather know the uncomfortable truth of the world or be living a comfortable lie? Or believe a comfortable lie? This is basically saying there is some uncomfortable truth to the world. Um, so, if it's an uncomfortable... I feel like I'm very good at compartmentalizing. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like the knowledge gained from knowing said uncomfortable truth is far more worth worth it. So I, I guess the question would be, if you were believing in this comfortable lie, to you it would be the truth. So like, would yeah. you know that you're deluding yourself or you're just... I think to make it, I don't know if this makes it interesting or worse, I would say that if you choose to leave, live the lie, you know the truth exists... But you can't ever have it. Okay, so, so that's it's kind the... of like I've chosen to not. It kind of reminds me of this um, 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 Doctor Who episode, the one where they're all on the whale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. basically, every year they have to go into a button and listen to how horrible the situation that they're in is, yeah. and choose either remember or forget. Right. Um, and most everyone chooses forget. Right. Because uh, it's like without this knowledge, mm-hmm. the world as we know it doesn't exist. Right. Well, and I think, you know, the thing is, so you hit forget. Yeah. And then you forget. So you aren't necessarily knowing the knowledge and choosing to ignore it. You maybe have known at one point and I then... I disagree with that again. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. But in the episode, I think this is back when Amy Pond was part of it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember this up. I remember the episode. I don't remember all the details. So she it, comes out of the booth that chooses forget or lie. Yeah. And she comes out crying. So she knows something horrible happened, but she doesn't know what it is. Right. And then, yeah. And, of course, the doctor's all pissed because, you know, she chose the right. immoral choice. Yeah. I I, I think I'm... I, like I said, I think I would know want to know the truth mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully be able to handle it, yeah. however uncomfortable it is. Um, like, maybe it turns out it is, in fact, turtles all the way down. Um, that would be kind of cool, actually. And, and that's the reason. It's like... There's the possibility that whatever uncomfortable truth it is, I could use it to better the world. Yeah, Whereas I mean, that's not the, knowing kind of defeats all purposes. Right. Like that's kind of the hard one with this is not knowing what that uncomfortable truth is. Now, it's not saying it's like this terrible no. world is forever destroyed. Truth, it's just something uncomfortable. It could be something as simple as there is no life after death, and when you die, that's it. Yeah, and that. Is uncomfortable. Yes. But I think I could handle that. Right. If it was something along the lines of, you know, you're actually living in hell right now and you will be here forever. Again, I could live with that because I've lived here for 30 years and it's yeah. been, you know, not great, but yeah. it's not terrible. Or it's only going to get worse from here on out. I don't know. Oh, what if the uncomfortable truth was you've had your best day? That would be a tough one. Like, that is a, that is you literally at some point in the past you've had your best day and from this point forward no day will compare to it. Hmm. Now if you look think back and like God that was a freaking amazing day I'd be I'd be totally fine if I only had a ninety percent of that day. Yeah. Or but, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm it's I don't know I I think the knowledge is far more useful than the lie. I am leaning that way but at the same time if you interpret it in a way that you don't know you're living a lie like you truly believe blissful ignorance yeah but not even like blissful ignorance to the point that there's no knowledge of the ignorance you're just blissful so since this is your question you can you can change the parameters in such that it's um you learn the uncomfortable truth or you never know that there was an uncomfortable truth to begin with that's probably a better way to look at it yeah you you have um it's almost kind of like an Adam and Eve thing with uh, you know the, the tree of knowledge. Sure. Uh, you know, when Eve eats from the tree of knowledge, she gets the influx of knowledge and whatnot. Before that, there was no knowledge of the knowledge, per se. Yeah. So it's kind of 
would if you were in the Garden of Eden, would you choose to eat the apple from the Tree of Knowledge or not? Well, eating the apple did start such a really cool fig leaf trend. Yeah, so was, yeah. no, I, I think I. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, would you have? Would you rather here? Would you rather have never eaten from the Tree of Knowledge and still living in the Garden of Eden, which essentially was heaven? Yeah. Or be where we're at now. So the kind of like lame answer to that is. The, if you kind of think about it, living in gardening wouldn't be an interesting existence. True. It would just be like, all of my needs are met. Right. Therefore, I have no need to do anything. Right. Which could be really nice, but I don't know. I, I just don't think it would be an interesting existence. Yeah. I think there's always the question of you don't know what you never had type of thing. So yeah. if like your existence was the Garden of Eden, you didn't know there could be anything different or more or less or whatever... But at the same time, it's kind of now, in our existence, we've never known what a Garden of Eden would actually be like. That's fair. I guess if it is truly paradise, then my qualm of it not being interesting would be accounted for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because like you think if if we go with the idea that, you know, you go to heaven when you die, which we could talk about afterlife. In a very... I, we, we just need to um, make a supercut of every time we've said the phrase. We could talk about that on a different episode. Yeah. Hey, I've been keeping a list, actually, on this one. I started writing things down. I oh, put nice. Down, I good, put down good, afterlife good. slash religion. Um, <laughs> Which but, really should have been number one like a long time ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, if we, if we go with the idea that your eventual goal is to get to heaven, then... Eventually, you know, you will be living in this truly blissful environment where everything, all of your needs are met and whatnot. And it should be an amazing, wonderful experience and you could never want for anything. Yes. Um, so, again, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm, it's, um, the way, you know, it's often portrayed, especially if we're going with the Garden of Eden uh, analogy, that they had to eat or Eve had to eat from the Tree of Knowledge in order for things to kind of get into motion. Yeah. That otherwise it was like kind of stagnant. Sure. Whether or not they realized it or not, you know. So. So I'm going to pose this in a slightly different way. Imagine a kid living in a third world country who has mm. never, ever, ever, ever experienced a Anything first world else. country. Mm -hmm. As that kid, would he want to know that first world countries exist mm -hmm. or continue living in what he assumes is just how life is? And that's the reason why I probably would choose mm. knowledge. The, the po potential yeah. of knowing that, using that knowledge mm -hmm. to better either my life or society's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm always loath to shy away from knowledge. Yeah. So I would also be kind of uncomfortable with yeah. not don't knowing. But it's a tough one. And I, I mean, I'm thinking... I, th I think, again, I would probably go toward the knowledge of whatever it is versus yeah. blissful ignorance. But there is definitely a difference between blissful ignorance and willful ignorance. Yes. Which is back... I, I, like, I like the way that we've changed it to be you don't know that there was possibly a, right. a, a truth. Because that yeah. makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. If all of a sudden I get thrown into a room and I'm given the option, learn uncomfortable truth, forget everything exists... I would do uncomfortable truth. I'm like, my curiosity would be like, whoa. Yeah. There's something else? Uh, yeah. I gotta know yeah. what this is. So, I mean, I guess that's the real question then is, in order to make this decision, you would have to be presented with the fact that there is something. Uh-huh. 
And then you would have to choose, like you said, to either forget that you were asked this question or learn the learn the untruth. Yeah. So that's actually what's so, more interesting is if it's phrased in that way, where it's like you're just simply told there is an uncomfortable truth. Do you want to know it or forget that there is an uncomfortable truth? Mm-hmm. That I think is a far more interesting situation than yeah. you are told the uncomfortable truth and you choose whether or not to forget it. Right. So yeah, you basically have the choice of to learn this uncomfortable truth without knowing what it is yeah. or for or or not learning and then forgetting that you were actually asked the to, question. The question. Uh, it's it's the matrix. It's the red pill versus the blue pill. It's exactly yeah. the matrix. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, everybody chooses... Um, uh, the red pill, or not everybody. That's the the red pill is what I think it's the red pill. That Who cares? Goes the the red pill is what makes you you know go down the rabbit hole as they as you, they say. You learn the existence of the matrix, right? No, you're but, right. But there and there is the character in the matrix who wants to go back into the matrix because this new reality sucks yeah. and he'd rather live an uncomfortable or a, a blissful lie. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're entirely right. Yeah, the matrix, this would you rather is exactly the matrix. Right. Now, the big difference is, is Neo and the other characters had this inkling there was something. Yeah, I but, mean, I feel like everyone kind of has this inkling that there's a little bit more to the world than right. what we're actually presented with, yeah. but... So I guess I guess the question is, would you have taken the red pill or the blue pill? Oh hell yeah, would I taken the red pill? Yeah. I, again, the curiosity and the this—I'll admit it—I have this wanton desire to be a member of a movie in, in some sense. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like I don't care if I'm the Neo or if I'm just that one guy that's sitting in the background. Yeah. I want to be part of the mythical adventure. Yes. Um, and I, so, I, yeah, if presented yeah. with this question, even if it means I'm going to be going into a far worse life. I want to be part of that adventure. Interesting. And again, going to this worth life, worst life to potentially actually make the life better for everybody else. Yes, uh, which you know, you know whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So my my next one. Uh, I actually think I've sort of asked five. One of them was really easy, though. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, I have we'll at see. least two more that I'm interested in talking about. Um, so my next one is: Would you rather be surrounded by people who brag all the time, or people who complain all the time? Mm. Both of these are hell. Mm-hmm. But which one do you find least annoying? People who brag or people who complain? Probably people who complain. You think? I think so. Because I feel like people who brag, it's just you want to punch them. And just be like, you know, you're not that great. You're not that important. Nobody cares type of thing. Yeah. People who complain, you can kind of like be like, yeah, this kind of sucks. And like it would get really annoying and old quickly but I could handle the complaining more than the bragging I so think you're watching Endgame and uh, this person just keeps leaning over to you and be like man these special effects are terrible man I don't believe this Thano character at all I think this is kind of all lame Ugh, my popcorn's terrible the soda's not even fizzy enough Ugh, my seat's sicky do you hear that squeak do you see that child over there he's moving well weird. so this is different you're saying they're complaining all the time non-stop versus it says would you rather be surrounded by people who brag all the time uh, or complain all the okay, time okay so then on the flip side of the, the the end game one is you have your friend going you know I I, I I actually made special effects that were better than this you should check my special yeah. effects out I like, actually know the guy who hired that person right you know I was actually the one who invented the butter for the popcorn that you're eating yeah or you know this seat you're sitting on that was that was me yeah you know i I feel like hmm i duct tape 
<laughs> That's the only solution. Duct tape. I mean, the reality is you would not be friends with these. Actually, and here's the thing. It doesn't specify it's your friends. It's right, literally it's just people you're surrounded. Everyone. Whoever's yeah. around you will either be complaining or bragging. Pop my eardrums? I think that's the only solution, right? Right? Or just, a, or just no longer be around anyone. Uh, like, I guess, you know, the, the, to flip the question around, I actually think I saw one of these questions. Would you rather basically live alone for the rest of your life or only be surrounded by people that drive you crazy? Yeah, I'd probably go with alone. Cause, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay being alone. Like, and, and knowing that your options are either being alone or being around people that you can't stand, like, that's, I feel like, yeah. I'd rather be local. Like, well, not much of a question. Actually, I take this back. Does it specify that you had to be around people you didn't like? Yes. Okay, so like you'd even go to bed and there'd be like somebody sitting in the room that's just super annoying. It's probably because they won't leave the bedroom. Right, exactly. Okay. Or I don't know if it was all the time. Because it's just like it you could only time, interact with people that drove you crazy, like you didn't like. Yeah, I was going to say. If it's not all the time, then living a life entirely by yourself is a subset of living with right. just people who annoy you. Right. Because you can just go back to your house. I mean, I think for it, in order for it to work, it would have to be, you would be around these people all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Like, you don't have a choice. It would yeah. be, and, you know, be like college dorm all over again, sure, but sure, forever. Sure. But um, forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, the, I think the problem is both bragging and complaining are super annoying. Yeah. And they're, honestly, they're kind of... Uh, the same side or the same side opposite, of, side opposite of the sides same, of the same, same coin. coin. Yeah, because yeah, they're both a the bragging is almost a complaining in some way. It's of like being an like, opposite. Compl- yeah, right. Exactly. It's like oh, I'm so much better than X, Y, and Z here. So if I had to choose one of these, I think I would choose bragging, and that's because somebody who's going to be complaining a lot mm-hmm. will just bring my mood down. Yeah. Whereas someone who's bragging, at least I'll be like, nah, they're annoying, but yeah. at least they haven't pointed out things that I hate. Yeah, I think what could get to me though is if somebody's bragging, and if you actually kind of take some of it to heart and be like, "Oh my God, this person is so much better than me," oh. like that would be the that. So that's just basically: do I want to use Facebook? Right, right. Yeah. Do I, yeah? Do I want to? Do I want to only know people people's lives through their Facebook posts, or you know, yeah. I actually know them? So actually, Facebook is only about bragging or complaining. Right. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my second to last one. What do you got? Um, I think. At this point, I think we're going to have to wrap up after this one because I am fading fast. Okay. I do have one more, though, I want to go with. Okay. Is it a really complicated one? I don't know. It can be answered quickly. All right. Well, let me ask mine real quick. Um, uh, and this one's not complicated, but definitely a thinker. Okay. Would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? I think I'd go with the beginning because I'm not going to be a part of the end. Whereas right now... Knowing the beginning, I could explain said, said knowledge. I think that'd be answer a mystery that already exists. For me, I think I'd do the beginning as well, um, mostly because beginnings are a lot easier to experience than ends. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you, you can watch the formation of the earth. You can know, and you know, like, this is where we're going. And this is... Wait, actually, quick question. Did it say earth? And not yeah. universe. Oh, I, I said, said Earth. Earth. Okay. Well, actually, then I might choose the end because I was thinking the universe. Oh, that would be. And be able to experience the Big Bang would be super interesting. Yeah. Whereas I imagine experiencing the formation of Earth would be not as interesting. I mean, it depends It'd be on a very long process, <laughs> right? Like, it depends on what is the beginning. Is the beginning, you know, like all of a sudden, you know, the globule of Earth kind of coming together, or yeah. is the beginning, you know, let there be light? I don't know. You I know? was going to say, I think the interesting part 
for the end is that it's most likely going to be the supernova of the sun. Right, which, which would be, would be very cool. quick and very yeah. cool. There was actually a Doctor Who episode, the... Uh, yeah, I remember. And, yeah, of the, where they experienced the end of the Earth. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn because I think um, the end would be very bittersweet. It would be kind of... I think experiencing the end... And kind of, like, did humanity survive beyond this point? You know, like, what is the end of planet Earth? Is the end the supernova? Is the end when it becomes a red giant and the the sun becomes a red giant and the Earth is uninhabitable? I mean, both end and beginning are a bit nebulous, but... I don't know. I feel like I'd go with beginning just because there's more... Perfect. um, So you go with beginning. I'll go with end. We'll share. Excellent. All right. Okay, so this is my last one. Okay. And the reason I was so insistent that we wanted to do it is one that I've always had. Okay. It's not something I I read from the list, but my answer always changes every once in a while. So my question is, would you rather not have to sleep or not have to eat? Oh, that was actually one I saw on here. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, And I was thinking about that one. We actually talked about this after we saw Shazam. Yes. uh, With Christy. Yep. Um, Yeah. And it was, I think it was... You can st- sleep if you want, mm-hmm. but you, you don't. Can, you, you don't need to sleep. Yes, and you don't you get no ill effects from it. Yes, and the same side with eating, where you don't have to eat, but if you eat, you don't get the ill effects from eating. Yes. Right? Basically, it's what essentially your caloric intake is set to be perfect, and your sleep amount is set to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You can choose to sleep if you wish. You can choose to eat if you wish, but you don't have to do either of them. And I'm seeing I and I yeah I can't remember what I answered last time and I definitely vacillate because I think on the one hand for me sleep is a pain in the ass yes agreed on it is such a pain in the butt and like right now I'm exhausted yep it would be really nice to just never be tired yeah like that would that alone would be an amazing thing at the same time constantly making food and having to figure out what you're eating and where you're eating and, and making sure, oh my God, am I eating healthy or not is also a giant pain in the yes. butt. Yes, and expensive. And expensive. The difference, of course, is sleeping, you get eight extra hours a day. Right. That, you know. I mean, honestly, I think, gun to my head, I choose sleep. I choose never to have to sleep. Yep. Um, because I love food and like as much of a pain in the butt as it is eating and spending money to eat and whatnot, it's not something that ever preoccupies me a lot. Sure. Whereas sleep, I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, I gotta yeah, go yeah, to yeah, sleep. I see what you're saying. In other words, you're saying the the uh, necessity of eating isn't cumbersome as much as the necessity to sleep. Yes. And I, I 100% agree with you right yeah. now. And like, and, and you know, okay, so there's the uh, hangry. You know, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really easy thing to fix. Yeah, just... Have a Snickers, right? According to Snickers, yeah. If you're tired, it's not a. Oh, let me close my eyes for 15 minutes. At least for me, it's like I'm gonna take. I'm either going to bed or I'm taking like a three hour nap. Yep, I'm with you on this. You know, it's a lot easier for me to resolve hunger than tired. Yeah, I think I I agree. I would choose sleep. Of course, hungry me that doesn't have any food in the house. Right, change change, right. (laughs) Screw sleep. I'm hungry. Yeah, um, or like uh, when I'm on a particularly strong diet, it's like, man, I wish I didn't have to eat. Yeah, that's yeah, Anyways. that's the weight side of things or the healthy <sighs> side of things. So that's our our segment on would you rather's. Uh, to fi- finish it off, we're going to do our famous segment, the final word. And Aaron, what is our final word today? Um, horospecs. Do you horospecs? have some sound on that bad boy? Um, can I get the reader on here? Um, let's see. Her specs? 
H A R U S P E X. Huruspex. Huruspex. Oh, that was loud. Huruspex. Huruspex. So clearly they're girl glasses. Girl's glasses. Yes. Huruspex. Yeah. You know, totally. Is, girl is that your uh, is that your final answer? I don't think I'm gonna get much better. Okay. A religious official in ancient Rome who inspected the entrails of sacrificial animals in order to foretell the future. Well, they did so they did do some spectating. Yeah, there's a, you know... A little bit of looking in there. Yeah. There was... I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the root of this word, because there's no... Hera? Well, what's a hierophant? That's a thing, right? Hierophant? That may be a gaming thing. Yeah, I'm a... Hierophant. Yeah. And, it, and it's one of those... I mean, so it's, it's obviously Roman, so it's Latin-based... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that is uh, that is our episode tonight. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, um, hopefully we'll have one again next week. Yeah, I think we'll sort of try and get back on our regular Saturday schedule. Cool, cool. All right. Until next time. Signing off.